Welcome to another week of Starfield with normal people. Yes, I'm so excited, Michael. Very exciting. Yeah. Because tonight <laughs> is early access. Yes. So a moment in time we have been greatly anticipating. Oh, we've as, been waiting for it. As shills for Microsoft. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that, but uh, <laughs> clearly we are Bethesda and Microsoft yeah. shills. No, yeah. not really. No, I, but we are available to be shills. Yes, so we will gladly sell out. Please. To... <laughs> ching, ching. Yeah. No, as of Since... right now, making zero dollars, that's yeah. okay. So we should thank our sponsors. We should thank, you okay, me. here we go. You <laughs> and me. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Dwayne. Thanks. Thanks to our sponsors. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, but yes, very exciting uh, early access tonight. We've been yes. waiting for this and it's, uh, my gosh, it's like, I can't believe it's real. I bought the uh, the Steam special edition, nice. reflect, whatever it is, the $99 yeah, Steam version. Yep. Yeah. Just so I could play tonight. Great. Yes. Great. And, uh, and, and I am... Every day I check the tracking on the collector's your, your edition. Scum, scum tracking. What the, do, what the, do we call yeah, it? the uh, scum scum checking. Yeah, F5's we'll still, coming. Um, yep, F5ing that uh, the tracking information on the uh, constellation edition that, of the game. That and your spacesuit. And my spacesuit. That'll yes. be coming. Yes. Yep. So far, I'm up to about. $15,000 spent <laughs> on a game that hasn't come out yet yet. That you could play um, for free on that, X or $1. <laughs> for free, game yeah, pass. for one month of, of Game Pass for yeah. $1. Basically, we're going to get that Constellation Edition, and we are going to uh, actually open it on our channel. Mm -hmm. So thanks for listening on the podcast, but if you yeah. want to click the link to our YouTube channel, uh, you'll see us open that box as soon as it gets here. Right. As soon as it gets here, we're going to open it. We're going to check everything out, give our impressions of it. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to put that on the channel. The watch. That's what yeah. I really want to see. The watch. That's yep. what I'm most excited to, because I did not get that with my $99 Steam purchase. So no. I will have to live vicariously through your yep. watch purchase. That's right. That's right. And, and just stare longingly <laughs> at your wrist. <laughs> Yeah, right from now here, it's just a, on out. a boring old Apple Watch, really. right? But soon, tisk tisk. Soon, my nerd cred will be through the roof. Mm -hmm. Soon. Come well, on. Dwayne, what are your thoughts before diving into the game? Yeah, the builds. Should we talk about our, our builds? Yeah, that we let's do, talk or... about our builds. Okay, we're talking about the possibilities for your character. So, apparently, from early uh, not reviews but impressions, people are saying that this is a great RPG for making your character however you want to and making yeah. choices. Uh, I think that they really learned their lesson from Fallout 4 and you're actually going to be able to make a very deep uh, customized character. I was thinking, I was like, what, what do I go into this brand new game? And right. I'm thinking back to all the other RPGs that I've played and I have a tendency in my own play style to play similar to my real life. Yeah. And I, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I'm generally a pretty good person, right? Sure. Yeah. I want to do chaos build. That's what I'm calling this. Yeah. Chaos build. Go in, do crazy pirate stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, pillage. Guns blazing. Murder. <laughs> explosives. Oh, yeah. I've never played an explosives build because it I always know. seemed I, yeah. very not just utilitarian i guess is it's, that the wrong word uh, i'm just it's thinking like not that interesting hassle, more of a hassle to like 
Yeah. Have all the little explosives in, but so yeah, I want to try something different. I got like really close to doing an explosives build in Fallout 4, and mm -hmm. then I just decided not to. Yeah. Um, I think that this would be really fun mm -hmm. because we've seen early gameplay from Bethesda where uh, the you know one of the players is boost packing yeah. above the enemies and dropping mines and grenades and stuff. Right. So like death from above type stuff. And I, I can see you kind of doing a build like that. And someone made the point of like, hey, who's not going to put points in, in boost pack, right? That seems like such a fundamental yeah. skill yeah. that you're going to want to use. But then mm -hmm. maybe it's not exactly part of the stealth build, right? It so might not be, yeah. You're not going to be boosting into action, you know, and dropping in on people stealthily, are you? Maybe you could. Maybe, maybe you, you could drop could. in a box or something. And so, so, yeah, I still think it's... See, that it's would be really useful. cool. That would be really cool if you can do a stealth boost pack hybrid because the idea of like boosting above people and then dropping down, like you said, behind a box, mm -hmm. it, 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 we'll see. We'll see You'll if it's You'll have possible. to do like the hover, you know, part of the boost add-on if there is such a thing, like keep you in the oh. air longer and then you could like stealthily drop yeah. death from above. That but, would be really cool. Yeah. If it's possible, I, I think that I'll be one to maybe figure this out because I am going for uh, a stealth, uh, maybe. Mm -hmm. Because I'll tell you what I absolutely want to do with my build. Okay. I, I'm i thinking, speak softly and carry a big sniper rifle. <laughs> because okay. I, I, like want a, I want a character that is very diplomatic and charming. Sure. Lots of charisma. Charisma, so it's going to be a charisma build going mm -hmm. in. Hey, you I know what? I do like the charisma points. Yeah. That's satisfying to, to get what you want in the dialogue tree. Yeah. I love that. I like this idea of a character that goes in and is like, hey, let's just talk about it. Mm -hmm. And if things don't go my way, I've got a silenced pistol yeah. in my jacket <laughs> mm -hmm. and I'm going to clean the house. 007 style. Yeah. Your Walther I think, PPK. I think it's sort of a, I think... I'm going more of like retired hitman. Ah, okay. Retired I hitman like coming out of retirement. Like he he has this bad past behind him mm -hmm. where he killed people for money. Yeah. And he doesn't want to do that anymore. So it's a little bit, you know. So he's trying to talk way. his way out. Yeah. yeah. Before it was just straight up guns blazing. Or, it's like, or silent assassin. Yeah. Now it's, hey, let's kind let's of talk. talk this. You've got a chance now. To survive this yeah. encounter with me. He wants to avoid... I think my character is going to be trying to avoid violence if it's unnecessary. But if mm. it's necessary, he's deadly. Right. So that's kind of what I want to do. And and so, honestly, I don't know how much stealth fits into that. Mm -hmm. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with the flow. I definitely want this retired Hitman character. He's gonna. We're going to jump in and we're going to see where the game takes us. Because if it makes more sense to be stealthy, mm -hmm. then I will. So we'll see. I appreciate that. I think for, for my character, part of the chaos build is doing stupid things. Yeah. And then dealing with the consequences. Uh -huh. So yeah, that means yeah, yeah. low intelligence. Just like <laughs> the yeah. dumbest guy out there or character. And... You know, not winning any dialogue battles and just basically blowing my way, out, blowing up things on my on my way. That sounded bad. <laughs> blowing my way out of there. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Explosives. Explosives. That's what yep. we're talking about. Explosives. But the other way could be 
Possible. Is there are there points are there points associated with that? Maybe there is. It's an M rated game. It's M rated. So we'll I could out. have just you know stumbled across something. Uh, it's a very very funny. special build. Yeah. This <laughs> kudos to them if there are ways to get out of <laughs> situations maybe there's, in that manner. Maybe we can talk about a, an alternative. No, but I think just absolutely going in there like duh and like carrying a bazooka. We've just, talked about boom. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about it in the past, uh, possibly doing um, a dumb luck character. Yes. A character that's luck. stupid and not mm. skilled, but extremely lucky. <laughs> yes. Uh, that would be How really How fun would that be? That's one thing I really loved about Fallout 3 was the, and actually they have this character return in Fallout 4, but oh, less effective is the mysterious, the mysterious stranger. Yes, just love to hear that little sound, dun, 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 or whatever it was, and then you're like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm not going to win this," but then here comes a mysterious stranger, shoots one, the guy, and it's awesome. One of the best perks at near the end of a luck build in Fallout Four was that the lower your or there, there was always a chance that an enemy would shoot, their bullet would ricochet back and kill themselves. <laughs> nice. And apparently, like. I don't remember that one. Yeah, and and if you had uh, if you had it really leveled up, it the the chance of that happening increases the lower your health. Nice. So the more you get like the more you in need the it. mix in the mess. Yeah. Like their bullets could you just get it's just luck. It's right. just so funny. And you're kind of every once in a while you forget you have it, and then that happens, and you're like, yes, <laughs> yeah, that satisfying. I I I gotta say that on on a recent play of uh, Fallout 4, I I put in the uh, explosive mess. Okay. Uh, where there's a chance that their bodies will just explode. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think we're gonna see anything like that in Starfield. You don't think? Oh, I do. Well, okay, I'll say something like that, but from what I've seen, it's not as gory. Mm -hmm. Fallout has the gore. Right, but then again, Skyrim has beheadings. You can you can behead people. I, I think I kind of get what you're saying, though. I think there is going to be a little less focus on disgusting gore. Stuff yeah, because that is the Fallout franchise is playing into that. Just yeah, Whereas arms this, and pieces and eyeballs mm -hmm. and stuff. Probably there's still the ability to to go down that deep, like deep yeah. within a, a build. Uh, right. To get to the unlock those options, but I don't think we'll see a lot of it right off the bat. Yeah, well, it's it's going to be really interesting seeing because um, I know that with these games, sometimes I have an idea of what I want my character to be, mm -hmm. but once you get in there and start seeing those other traits that you didn't yes. know were available, like, ooh, I want that. Yeah, mm. I end up often having sort of well-rounded characters. I do too because yeah. there's things in different areas that are like that sounds really useful. Yeah, like the, there was always the carrying trait. Yeah, and I apologize. I don't remember what it was called, but the ability to carry more stuff. Yeah, because you see something, you want to pick it up, whether it's mm -hmm. a weapon or if you're playing on, depending on the difficulty, it would penalize you for for different things. Like ammo was yep. like on, would actually weigh on the survival build. Right? Yeah, yeah, it would. It would be a tiny on, bit of weight to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think. You, uh, if you're doing an explosive character, mm -hmm. um, you're gonna need carry weight. Sir blows a for... lot. Sir <laughs> blows a lot. <laughs> uh, you'll need that carry weight for you know a bazooka or mm -hmm. you know all a those shotgun. weapons are always like super heavy. Yeah, like the, heavy the, the more explosive 
the power. They're the heavy literally radio. heavy weapons. Heavy weapons. Remember that arcade game? I do yeah, remember. That's an old one. Yeah, heavy Forget weapons. Yeah. Um, but there's a, there, there's a reason for you to need that carry weight. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, I can, it, I can see that. It aligns with the big dumb... <laughs> character yeah so just think, just it works just a big pack strapped to their backpack yeah their back and here's the thing too i don't know if they have gone over yet what the carry situation is i have not seen anything yeah. to address that so maybe over everything encumbrance and mm-hmm. i so that is interesting that has always been a a point of contention with players is like you it makes you walk slow. You're over encumbered. It's yeah. such a pain. And you're like, oh, okay, I got to open up the inventory screen. What I got to find need? something to drop. And it's like, it kind of takes you out of that gameplay. So I could see how they might streamline that. They might streamline mm-hmm. it. Although, here's my guess. And if this information is already out there, please let us know. Yeah. But my guess is that you're going to have a carry weight for uh, yourself. Mm-hmm. And that there's going to be a carry weight... For your ship. Absolutely. Well, because I, you'll that's need sort to... of confirmed, I guess, because they've mm-hmm. talked about having rooms for cargo. Right. Like stuff. the whole smugglers, pirate, you yeah. know, cargo ship style. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll have, well, they'll have, what. here's what's cool. They're going to have the regular cargo holds, and then they're going to have, you can get upgraded cargo holds that shield, uh, you know, stuff that you're smuggling mm-hmm. from prying eyes. Right. The authorities. So that's going to be really um, interesting. And there's actually... there's never a, thought I'd be smuggling myself in, in here. <laughs> <laughs> there's a small... Um, there's a bit of a of a mechanic like that in uh, in No Man's Sky. They, there... Yeah, they added some piracy stuff that was mm-hmm. pretty fun. Nice. So I'm like, hey, go for it. I'm down with that. Yeah. Um, so I'm into that, but at the same time, like, I'm so excited for Starfield for just, it's going to be a world and a story with characters. And, mm-hmm. and apparently early buzz is that characters feel, like NPCs, feel very alive. Yeah. I want to talk about that real quick because I saw a uh, criticism on YouTube rare can you believe it a criticism mm-hmm. on youtube but regarding how the characters look and, yeah. and kind of like that bethesda t- not tone but like how the eyes are and how the face is it's a little uncanny valley sure and i've seen the criticism i don't know if i agree with it but I, yeah i i understand it and i think it is okay because it you're right it's just part of their uh, artistic style. Mm-hmm. Like when I see the the screenshots or some of the gameplay from Starfield, I'm like, oh, this is Bethesda. Like it just feels like right. it. And it is Uncanny Valley. Like there's a lot of like weird kind of, it's not the, the latest, greatest graphics technology. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. Is it sure. fun? Is it fun to interact with them? Is it a little, you know, strange sometimes when a character is trying to emote a certain right you know emotion and their eyes are bugging out or they're looking weird or something like that i don't that doesn't really bother me necessarily i'm not playing starfield for complete realism i guess yeah my my point i get it yeah i get it i understand the criticism here's where i think that they're in a, a, a tough spot is you'll see these characters criticized because they're like almost real looking Mm -hmm. it's what you talked about the uncanny valley they're almost real looking but it's like 80 percent whereas like a game like call of duty 
um, which is a totally different game. We're and talking a lot of those are cutscenes that are cut like pre-rendered and, and stuff. Yeah. Some of them are, and then even even in gameplay, they do look better. But mm -hmm. this is an on-rails shooter. Like it's a totally different thing. Mm -hmm. It's apples and oranges. And so here's where I think they catch flack: is there are a thousand games that look the characters look way worse right. than than Bethesda's. You but, never quite hear that. Yeah, yeah. As a comparison, you hear about the best looking game yeah, out there. They're versus... being compared to Call of Duty and it's mm -hmm. like and other games that have realistic looking characters and that are that are at like 95%. Like, right? Yeah. And so because they almost reached that but not quite, they get a lot of criticism. Mm -hmm. But then there are these other games that just look ridiculous mm -hmm. but nobody's criticizing them because i feel like it they're saying oh so they're not even trying they're not even trying to look real so we're not going to criticize them so it's like what what do you do as a game developer do you stay with like really cartoony looking characters mm -hmm. or like no man's sky I'm, again i love no man's sky but all their characters is just they're goofy looking aliens and they mm -hmm. all look the same and then but because starfield actually tries to have these realistic characters but they only get to 80 percent mm -hmm. they get tons of criticism yeah and something that you could do is actually look back at the previous game and see how far it's come like yeah. some people are saying oh it doesn't even look as good as red dead redemption yeah red dead redemption is clearly a beautiful game but it's a different game yeah and they they made it to be cinematic and feeling where starfield right. is more about the RPG experience, more about the bigness of it. Yeah, and the and choices. The, the choices. Because Red Dead Redemption 2, has it's a great uh, simulation of that Western world, mm -hmm. but it's it's just a different game. You're not, you're not, you don't have these like dialogue checks and mm -hmm. like, oh, charisma and all that stuff. It's a different game. And yeah. I, again, I agree with what you're saying. Don't compare it to other games that are not even similar compared to their last game. Mm -hmm. And if you compare to Fallout 4, which I already thought the characters looked good in Fallout 4. Yeah, they're fine for what it is. These characters look better. So who cares? Mm -hmm. It looks better than their last game. And it, it, that's, that's all I ask for from any game studio. Is your new game better than your, your last game? Mm -hmm. Cool, like, great job. I wanna talk about the barriers that were kind of a topic this week. Yes, and how, yes. Because we're talking about, what we just talked about makes me say, is it fun? Yes. That's the bottom line to all of this. Is it fun? Is the game fun? It's there, a game. There's, there's talk about how it's not a completely open planet. You can't walk from one end to the other. You're gonna run into barriers. You actually have yeah. to take off in your ship and go to another point of access on the planet. Mm -hmm. So now coming from No Man's Sky, do you find it fun to be able to just walk endlessly across the planet service? Have you walked for five hours on a planet? Here's, <laughs> here's what's okay, funny. Okay, you have. You're the no, very exception. No, okay. no, and here's what's funny is like the criticism around like, oh, it's not seamless. I can't walk all the way around the planet. Well, mm -hmm. guess what? You can in No Man's Sky. And do you know how many times I've done it? Zero. Right. Zero times. Um, I will like explore and everything. And guess what? You'll be able to explore in this game and probably most people will never find the barrier and mm -hmm. just to be clear for those that aren't aware there was a controversy not really yeah but you know like a Nothing. twitter controversy <laughs> where somebody apparently walked for 44 minutes on a planet 
and reached a message that said, uh, to, if you want to continue exploring a new a new area on the planet, you need to go to your ship and re-land, re-select a new place. Here's the thing. It takes like 20 minutes to walk across the entire map of Skyrim, okay? So you're telling me that every time you choose a spot on a planet, mm -hmm. it gives you a map literally that's twice as four, big. yeah, oh. two to four times as big. I don't know. It, yeah. Two to four times as big as Skyrim? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fine with me. Yeah. That's fine that's with me. That's a pretty tough uh, thing to, to worry about. I, I think... It's pretty minute. Any game, any game, if you are testing the limits and the barriers mm -hmm. and how far can I go up this mountain that clearly doesn't have anything for me, this, you're going to find the limits. It feels like something we would have done back in Quality Assurance, literally trying to break the game. Yeah. So this is something we would have done is like, let's see what happens when you walk in one direction for as yeah. long as possible. Like what, it's not something really that you would do in, you regular, know, in, game in regular gameplay unless you wanted to know. Sure, you know. sure. And like, I'm, I'm one of those people that maybe I would just mm -hmm. to see what happens. And then I would just go, oh, that's what happened. Yeah, and so that I'll took, never have to see that again. And, and that took really 44 minutes, so I'm not going to yeah. waste my time doing that. Honestly, again. now that I know what happens, I mean, I'm not... Unless I'm chasing something or like, something in the game prompts me to go near that barrier, that's probably the only time I would right. ever experience it. But yeah. it seems like that I won't really be a it. thing. I doubt it. I, I'm sure that the way they built the game is they've got the POIs, the points of interest, mm -hmm. that are generated within that, let's say within the first 20 minutes of exploring. Right. And then everything outside of that, you're probably not going to find, it's just going to be barren planet. Mm -hmm. And maybe some or resources. Or just more of kind of like the same of whatever was spawned in that yeah. general tile or whatever they're calling yeah. it. Yeah. Honestly, I am so glad that these quote-unquote controversies are coming out before the game even launches. Are you? I am because I'll, we're, we're going to get over it. Like people are already saying this is a non-issue. Mm -hmm. Like they've already like been through it. They're going to start playing the game and just be like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. This is fun. And <laughs> oh, can you believe that people were complaining about the title screen? There always which was has another to be... ridiculous thing that somebody complained about. I didn't hear about that. I don't yeah. really want to hear about that, yeah, to be honest. Was, but yeah, it, it made me think of something I did want to talk about this week, which was Bethesda Studios itself. They're owned by Microsoft. They are now. They were acquired, yep. what, two, two or three years ago. Yep. This this is a huge launch for Microsoft. Mm -hmm. I'm an Xbox player. Sure. But every time Microsoft is like, no guys, for real, this year is going to be the year of our exclusives. I'm kind of like, okay, well, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm -hmm. So now what they're saying, and, and I'm starting to believe in it, is that they're saying that Starfield will launch a brand new era. And it's kind of true because the games that are coming in out in, of the, in, uh, of, in terms exclusives. of new exclusive games gotcha. that are coming out, it does seem that over the next year, we're going to finally be getting a huge slew of games. And what's nice is if you have Game Pass, you uh, are just going to have these games available to mm -hmm. you on day one at no extra cost. I won't say for free. Every time you say for free, everyone's like, well, you have to pay for Game Pass. Yes, yeah. I know. Asterix. Asterix. For free. No extra cost. Absolutely. So, yeah. This is a this is a huge deal for Xbox. Mm -hmm. And you saw that at Gamescom. 
like how yes. big Xbox went with the their the entire Starfield the market stage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And this, it's just, they have to, because this is so important to, to Xbox. This is like their win. And um, I don't know Which how- Which is why they're paying us handsomely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which Ferrari did oh, you pick out, by the I way? I wish, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's, here's the thing is like, I have seen a few comments. I don't know how much this is happening, but I've seen comments saying, I am a PlayStation 5 player, like mm-hmm. I'm a, PlayStation person, um, but I'm buying a Series X or a Series S so I can play Starfield. That's one it's thing happened. I wanted to say is like, this is going to sell a lot of hardware. Mm-hmm. This game is going to sell hardware. Also Be- on PC, I'm considering, I just bought a new PC two years ago. I mean, yep. that's a long time in PC land actually, but and you're already I still wanna, thinking of upgrading. I right? am, and it's mainly due to this game. It takes up a lot of hard drive space along with uh, Baldur's Gate, yeah. which uh, you, were, you, you just jumped into, right? I did, which is a huge mistake because it's an awesome game. <laughs> and I don't want it to be competing for time with Starfield, but... As an Xbox player, I'm so lucky. <laughs> People aren't going to like this. I'm so lucky that Baldur's Gate 3 got delayed mm-hmm. on Xbox because we'll get it probably, they're saying now, by the end of the year. It's still buggy. I mean, in the yeah. in the opening thing, which I played in the in the beta, it was super buggy. They yeah. totally changed it up from the last time I played. I was surprised, like it was oh, wow. not totally, but it was different. Yeah. And my character did like the, you know, the T pose. Like the, well, they didn't do the T pose. They did oh, like yeah. this. It's like and the, they were like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And through the whole final like sequence of the animation, so my character was like blocking the right. whole like just as this. So I was like, yeah, there's still a lot of bugs. Ruins the immersion a little bit um, when that happens. As we said at the beginning, Mm -hmm. tonight is launch night for early access. And I've seen that there are quite a few players that are not going to be playing early access. Mm. So, uh, you know, with all of our respect to those people, you know, we will see you in the Starfield on the 6th. But for those of us that are doing early access, Dwayne, what are your plans tonight? Do you got mm. big plans? Oh yeah. I think one thing is how long I'm gonna spend in character creation. Like yeah. I'll probably, I don't know, do we have to get through the first little story section first and then you get into yeah. character creation, right? That's typically Bethesda how it goes. often will let you create your character, mm-hmm. then do um, like an intro, and then they'll give you another opportunity to make any changes if you want. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, they they are stressing that there are, that there will be ways to change aspects of your character later through throughout the game. Yeah. So they they don't want people to uh, get paralyzed with choice at the beginning. Good. That yeah. being said, I agree. I will probably spend quite a bit of time in the character creator getting it right. Even Baldur's Gate, I. I was playing the single player and then I was like, I asked a couple of my friends, I said, let's start a multiplayer. That seems like a lot of fun. It's D&D basically. Mm-hmm. And I spent a ton of time on my single player character and for my multiplayer character. Are I was they just, different? 
Yeah, there, I rolled a whole new character for okay, it, okay. and um, I just tried to quickly go through it. But you could spend a lot of time fine tuning, you know, tip face tattoos and all that stuff, eye right. color and hair color and body style, and yeah, it goes on and on. So there's there's definitely plenty of time to be spent in a screen that you will probably rarely ever see your character because it's like i mean i guess as soon as you put on a helmet yeah, and armor it's like, like okay. i don't even know what my character looks like yeah, anymore. what does it matter i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in a space suit uh in starfield and mm -hmm. yeah um still though here's what i like though in starfield they have noticed um in the character armor screen mm -hmm. or you know uh equipment screen there is an option for uh, having it automatically remove your spacesuit hmm. when you're in like a non-space environment, like when you're, uh, Makes sense. you know, in Aquila City yeah. or, or New Atlantis. You don't want to walk into the bar in a, you know, big bulky spacesuit. Yeah. That's just rude. No. All the other. Yeah. And then how do you drink your scotch, you know? Right. Um, I so, have a drinking problem. So that is what is interesting is, is I like that you'll be able to customize your sort of civilian look. Mm -hmm. and then your armored up look. Mm -hmm. That's a nice feature if it auto, auto swaps. You just walk in and you're in your awesome civilian outfit. I would even <laughs> want that for, I think that would be really cool uh, eventually in Elder Scrolls mm -hmm. to be like, hey, if I'm visiting the king and, you know, There's or the Yarl. There's probably already a mod for it. Yeah, probably. You Xbox plebeian. <laughs> Although Xbox does have the mods now, mm -hmm. but just not all of them. Um, just the ones that are <laughs> not appropriate. The ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not the ones we all download first. Um, yeah, so so Starfield's going to have that option um, to kind of remove the spacesuit. I think that's cool. So hey, yeah. maybe we will see a lot of our own face. Yeah, so I mean, spend some time in the character creation because you probably will be seeing it. Yeah. Well, I can tell you tonight's a very special night. I'm going to... Yeah. What do you have planned? I'm going to light a few candles <laughs> and put on put some on. jazz music and, you know, maybe yeah. sacrifice a goat. Oh, what was I going to say? <laughs> the sacrifice the goat comment got me. <laughs> that just threw me for a whole loop. Were you going to say put on my robe and wizard hat? <laughs> <laughs> spacesuit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Put on the spacesuit. Yeah. You know, my, my wife is so, you know, she's a Bethesda player. So she plays the Bethesda games. Um Mostly Elder Scrolls, mm -hmm. um, but now Starfield. She's very excited about it. Yeah. Um, she's do you got have two of these. We do. Nice. Um, yeah. For we, he's uh, he's Winners. gesturing towards the Starfield controller that we've got on the desk, yes. as well as the headset. It is pretty. Yeah. I got to tell you, we basically, uh, my wife and I, got his and hers Starfield everything for the most part. So bed sheets. To I, <laughs> Bethesda, where are the bed sheets? Um, we, <laughs> the towels, the breakfast area. Uh, there, there is a, the yeah. We we each got a Starfield controller. We each got mm -hmm. a Starfield headset. I already unboxed mine. Yeah, for, check out for that unboxing channel. video. Yeah. Yep, you can go. Uh, I'll put a link to in the show notes of the podcast. You can go see our unboxing video for that. And um, we are, at, like I said, we're going to do an unboxing for the, the watch. So, mm -hmm. yeah, my wife got hers as well. We're both going to be playing 
we just in separate can't, rooms in separate yeah. yeah i mean it's gonna be too much if you were the same floor so she'll be in the living room and i'll be in sort of the den area mm -hmm. so when you get up to you know go raid the refrigerator for a snack you're gonna peek in and see oh you're at this section oh Wait, well what is this or it is going to be freaking insane mm -hmm. with this game because in skyrim you might be like oh you're in that dungeon oh you're there you recognize it's because it's somewhat small yeah but here but you're never gonna really know thousand planets mm -hmm. in the game as soon as either one of us as soon as either one of us goes off the rails and is just doing our own thing and just exploring mm -hmm. I, I feel like i'll walk past the tv where she's playing and just be like what is that what mm -hmm. is like how'd you get there yeah <laughs> tell me i want to i want to go there this. um it is going to be really interesting so yeah as we each follow the story sure it's going to be like, oh, you're ahead of me, or I'm ahead of you. Mm -hmm. And then once you're off of the story and doing your own thing, it's going to be wild. Yeah. And well, it'd be great because you have twice the discovery, and, and you'll be able to cue each other in on interesting things that you can yeah. find. And, oh, did you know about this? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're, we both try to avoid spoilers, so we probably will have a period of time where we don't really talk about it mm -hmm. um <laughs> dinner is awkward it's, silence. it's gonna be just quiet just eating sounds <laughs> it's just gonna be like talk about well so how was work today right no star good talk <laughs> it was all right let's real quick talk about the big news about new game plus yeah now new game plus might not be a big deal not might not sound like a big deal if you come from other rpgs that have it but in the world of Bethesda, this is a first. It is. They've never done New Game Plus before. So New Game Plus is when you are able to start the game over, but maintaining your level and your gear, mm -hmm. usually usually it's your gear and your level and that kind of thing. Which is really cool because it takes some of the slog out of the game. Like yes. you've already done some of these other challenges to get whatever it is that can carry through on new game plus so you start that new game and you have x right whatever yeah. it is the thing is though like the heads of <laughs> of zenimax and and bethesda mm -hmm. are saying oh it's new game plus but there's a twist mm. and i do have an idea i have a theory okay. now here's the thing i have this, no idea where you're going with this i am not saying anything that hasn't been told to us by the people you're just theorizing they're talking about having this twist mm -hmm. and then i started thinking also about an interview where they said they asked todd just generally about space stuff in the game mm -hmm. and they asked him are we going to see black holes in the game oh. he was dodgy he did not want to give an answer he not like like he was being super secretive but he was just like oh well, you know we're exploring all kinds of space stuff you know mm -hmm. it was kind of he that was kind dodgy of but he was looking fantastic in that leather <laughs> was just jacket and matching shoes i mean let's be honest what a jacket. snazzy dresser i want to get is. that jacket i do too yeah. um but black holes like or is, is it black holes or is it portals well, so here's or the thing. Or the same it, thing. In one of the very first trailers, uh, or first that we got this year, they already show this weird portal mm. that you're sort of floating around, the character's floating around. Yeah. So that's not even, it's not a spoiler, it's in the media. We've seen this strange portal. Mm -hmm. so one's orange and one's blue. I, st <laughs> I started thinking to myself, 
man, are there going to be time shenanigans? Oh. And okay. then when they said that there's going to be New Game Plus and that there's a twist, I went, oh, man. Back to the future. Are we going to have a situation? This is what I'm guessing. Are we going to have a situation where at the end of the main story, we're going to be given an option to reset, go back to the beginning of our story mm -hmm. and make different choices, but retain your level, retain your gear. Yeah. That is interesting to me. That would be awesome, by yeah. the way. Like if you just thought that up or you kind of piece together that theory, I mean, that would be really fun. I would love to do that. So if, they, if that is in fact what happens, cool. We'll see. And yeah. I'm also like, <laughs> I'm taking into account another thing that uh, I believe Pete Hines of mm -hmm. Bethesda said. He said recently, the game doesn't really even start until you finish the main quest. Ah, that plays right, right. into the hands of your... This, this theory so we'll see i will we'll never see make it that far by the way <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're just gonna um, get distracted by a planet or mm -hmm. a side quest yeah or, which if is, you can't yeah. do six hours at a time what ends up happening is you you jump around a lot yeah <laughs> you don't end up completing the main storylines you're just like oh this is fun whatever i'm doing right now and then you're like oh i gotta log off let me say it's 2 a.m if, if we've got any listeners that are new to Bethesda games, if this is going to be your first Bethesda game, which I'm seeing that a lot of people are oh, saying. Oh, sure. I mean, think about it. Like, yeah. if you're getting into RPGs for the first time, like, RPGs yeah. didn't necessarily appeal to you, or maybe you didn't play M-rated like, titles. Yeah, you just like action so games. So this is going to be an entirely new, you know, genre for you. My advice to you is let yourself get distracted. Bethesda games are all about following that shiny thing that just popped up. Yeah, um, they've always done that really well too, is yeah. disguise an RPG as an action shooter. Mm -hmm. Like when, when I first played, maybe it was just Fallout 3, I didn't really know it was as much of an RPG as it ended yeah. up being. It To me, it felt more like a first-person shooter, which was right. the genre that I was most comfortable with coming into that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's what initially brought me into into RPGs. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are going to be experiencing their first Bethesda game with Starfield. And yeah, just allow yourself to follow new threads because mm -hmm. that main story will be there. It's going to be there waiting for you. Don't worry about it. Um, although what's interesting is there might be a timed element to some missions. Mm -hmm. So Pete oh, yeah. Hines, said that one of his favorite experiences playing the game, Starfield, um, was that some people asked him to take them across the galaxy. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it, so it's kind of like a taxi mission, right? Like, oh, sure. you're, you're going that way? We, can we go with you and then we'll pay mm -hmm. you? He said that he... Escort missions. <laughs> no. Well, he let them board his ship. Mm -hmm. And the ship is so big that he forgot that they were there <laughs> until like 
way later it was like he was walking around his ship he was he had been doing other missions right because he followed other threads <laughs> the way i'm saying it's like what is this npc doing and <laughs> cargo hold number 322 yeah so he got to a room and he saw them and of course people uh brought up there's a scene in in one of the uh guardians of the galaxy movies where star lord says you know, I'm going to be honest, I forgot you were here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be able to have our own experiences like that, where people are on your ship and you're like, oh, that's right, I'm there so sorry. There are so many distractions, so I can easily see that happening. Like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, that is a positive and a negative of these style of RPGs is that you constantly come across quests and things to do. So it takes some discipline to be able to say, no, I'm going to stick to yeah. this particular quest, quest line and finish it before I get distracted. Oh, Dwayne, I found another settlement that needs your help. Mm, yeah. So <laughs> can I uh, can I quickly tell you a tragic story? Yeah, so, absolutely. I love uh, tragic stories. On the approach, uh, you know, Starfield's coming. I started a new character in Fallout 4 because I wasn't going to try and clean up all the achievements because there's no time, but there were a few story achievements that, that I thought, okay, that's for a mission. Let me get to that mission. Let me do that. Uh, there's a mission called the nuclear option and I looked it up. They said, well, d you know, keep doing stuff for Preston. I was doing that and um, I had a, uh, I decided, you know what? Let me play on the Xbox in the living room because mm -hmm. we have the one in the den and the one in the living room. And, um, and the one in the bathroom. And the, the one, one in the bathroom. Yard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's quite a few there. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, had an issue where it my Xbox in the living room just did not want to download that save. Mm. And it it was a couple days of me trying to get it to work. Mm. And I ended up saving over that save. Oh. So I had I had spent a good a good amount of time on this new character. And um that is tragic. I lost it. I lost yeah. it. And I, I just I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm done. I'll come back You'll to never know Preston's super awesome ending. Yeah. So it just didn't work. So it's not available on the other Xbox. No. So okay. it saved over, it created a new save, and then and I was like, well, I'll just go back to the other Xbox. And uh, it was gone. Oh man, <laughs> that's rough. So it was sad, but here's the thing. Knowing you, you will you're gonna get it. I'll get back here. Yeah, you're I'll get back on back. that horse. Not before Starfield because Starfield comes tonight. Mm -hmm. But uh, Xbox is going to, they've already announced, like last year they announced that they're going to do a special Series X upgrade, like an anniversary upgrade mm -hmm. for Fallout 4. Mm -hmm. So whatever, I'll play it then. Dwayne, do you like merch? I love merch. Yeah. Yeah. I do too, depending. Mm -hmm. um, Depending on, on the game, but if I really get into a game, like I, I like to have mm. stuff. I still use my World of Warcraft uh, mouse pad. Oh, nice. From the collector's edition. Yeah. I have a mouse pad that is, uh, uh, my wife and family gave it to me. It's a enchanting table mouse pad from cool. Skyrim. So yesterday, they just announced that uh, Funko Pop is making a little Vasco Funko. Cool. And Let's get one. We're going to get one. Okay. We're, it doesn't even come out till February. Wow. They're killing February. me. February. Wait, February? February. Next year? Next oh. year. Okay. 2024. They're killing me with this. But whatever. Yeah. We're going to get it. So we'll get one and we'll, we'll unbox it on yeah. our channel. <laughs> Not much to... It's just... We'll unbox it. There it is. Because yeah. you just put them <laughs> on the shelf. Most people leave them in the box. 
or a, a lot, lot of people, people do. do. Yeah. A lot of people do. I don't, and I'll tell you why. I'm not looking to resell, resell stuff. You're not gonna, your yeah. Beanie Babies collection <laughs> has really taught you that. Yeah, yeah. Still got those six thousand six thousand Beanie Babies, and they're all like perfectly AKA preserved. Your son's college fund. They've all got the uh, the little tags on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I made sure. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't I don't get stuff to try and resell later. So you know what? We're gonna get it, take it out of the box, put it on a shelf. Looks great. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy dust it for it, what it is. Dust it from time to time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, honestly, like I'm not the hugest fan of like all Funko Pops. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't like to have a ton of Funko Pops. I've been given a few as, as kind of presents and mm -hmm. I, I think I had some Star Wars, Luke and some other things, yeah. but I gave them away. I'll say this yeah. though, this Vasco Funko Pop looks awesome. Vasco's just cool. He's just cool. Yeah. Yeah. I saw an interesting comment. Somebody said, um, you know, they were talking about like 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm -hmm. And they said, um, how, how will you guys feel if Vasco turns out to like be evil and turn oh, on you? Oh, another spoiler. I was like, Kyle well. 5,000. <laughs> here's the thing. Open the pod bay doors. Yeah. I can't. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. I don't think that's going to happen because they are really leaning into the, to the merch on this guy. Mm-hmm. And if like we we he's did, a, he's a buddy. Yeah, he's not going to turn against you. My there wife could be other evil. Some someone robots. Will, yeah, there will be evil robots. But my wife pre-ordered the the really nice like one foot tall statue mm -hmm. of Vasco. Oh, cool. Um, we're gonna get that in October. Nice. Uh, another unboxing probably. But I was just like, I really they better not. He better not be evil. I think he's gonna be a homie. I yeah, think I think Vasco's be a, a friend. homie for life. Yeah. Yeah. The Get that number tattoo. Four. The number Jasko. four L Y F E. There you go. Yeah. Well, I want to just say thank you so much. Like, um, we've had just a great reception of yeah. like listeners, like listening to the podcast. It's been really fun. So Awesome. Awesome. Thank mm -hmm. you all for listening. And if you are just listening on Apple or Spotify or Google, you can also click the link and watch the video. Yeah. Um, and if you're watching the video and you want to listen in your car or, or, you know, podcast apps will save your spot. That's what's nice. Yeah. So links are below. Mm -hmm. The nice thing about YouTube, though, is we get some comments. We do indeed. Yeah, yeah. we have a good one from, uh, I might destroy this name, but uh, Eco Anastalgia. Yeah, EQO, EQO, EQO or Eco yeah. nostalgia yeah. yeah they said they pre-ordered it which they never do so never. we're we're yeah. actually making people spend money they're like you they're they're going out and spending ungodly amounts of money on on starfield they, they no. don't just never pre-order they 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 say they effing right f apostrophe ing never pre-order mm -hmm. but they're sold and um yeah <laughs> and it's funny they say you know time will tell if i'm a sucker again mm -hmm. I, i'll tell you this i pre-ordered uh anthem and, uh, oh, what's Anthem? Anthem was a disaster. Okay. There's been a few misses in your pre-order. There's a uh, been history, a few misses. Right? Yeah. I don't, I think don't believe I've ever pre... No, I, I did buy Baldur's Gate and played the beta. So that's kind of a oh, pre-order, yeah. right? So you were in the early access early beta. Access. Yeah. I paid um, the full price back before you could before, before the game was fine. Before it was actually released. Yeah, so. But I, I mean, I heard great things and then you had a fun experience. Yeah. 
jumping into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, we had another great comment. So Nate Mann uh, on our channel wrote that uh, they weren't interested in the game mm -hmm. um, at first, but the premium edition apparently, like not just the regular game, but the premium edition of the game came free with a graphics card that he got. It should. Have you seen the prices of graphics cards? I mean, you could draw yeah. two grand on a, yeah. on a high-end graphics card. So, hey, yeah. Give when, me the premium edition with that. When I was really young and naive, I remember hearing someone say, oh, I got that, like it was a major game release. And they mm -hmm. said, oh, I got it free when I bought a graphics card. And I was, I didn't know anything about PC gaming. And I was like, mm -hmm. whoa, what? They gave you that game for free? And mm -hmm. then you find out how much graphics cards are. Yeah. You're like, oh, wow, just one game? <laughs> right. They should be giving you so more They used than to that. do pack-ins where you get like one AAA title and one... Like a little, lesser little, game, little yeah, indie. little side game or something. But didn't they have a tie-in with AMD? They have a tie-in with yeah. AMD, and I—they're actually saying that AMD is trying to launch uh, FS3, mm -hmm. which is their—it's um, uh, their upscaling tech, mm -hmm. which is a good technology because essentially what it does is increases the resolution, yeah, making the picture sharper, making it appear to be a higher res image. Yep. Even it, though, and and what that does for you as a PC gamer. It. Yeah, it tricks your monitor, tricks you, your eyes. What that does for you is it allows you, it allows the game to run smoother mm -hmm. because the game is actually running at a lesser resolution. resolution and it's upscaling, and it's upscaling and it, it, yeah, yeah, without tasking all your processor and. So basically, think yeah. of it as like, oh, I'm playing this game and it's it's only performing at 1080p, mm -hmm. but. FS3 but it looks like it's 4K. Bump it to 4K. Yeah. Yeah. I've been an NVIDIA, you know, graphics card buyer. I, yeah. I do own actually in my laptop, I have an AMD chip. But yeah, so I think it's good to have the competition of these two big uh, graphics cards yeah. makers. And if uh, Starfield has a tie in with, you know, AMD, it'll still run great on NVIDIA. You know, sure. you know what's kind of oh. fun? What's kind of fun is I have a sort of just a mid-range gaming laptop because I'm not really a PC gamer. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be playing Starfield on Xbox. Yeah. But because of Xbox Play Anywhere, mm -hmm. I'll be able to test the game out on my mid-range and computer. watch it crash. It's no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably no, it probably will because I I haven't even glanced at the minimum requirements. Mm. So we'll see if if it does meet the absolute minimum requirements, then I will test it out and we'll talk about mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I looked at the minimum and I looked at the recommended and I think my two-year-old PC met the recommended. That's so they awesome. weren't like, yeah, they weren't just crazy requirements yeah. to my knowledge. Not so. like there's a, there's a game that just came out called Immortals of Avium, mm -hmm. which apparently it's sort of like the crisis game when right. it first came out it's a long time ago. It's always pushing the envelope on it, hardware. It's pushing the envelope and and that's actually been a huge detriment to its sales because uh, a lot of people just don't have hardware that can play it mm -hmm. and um they have the so. optional 8-bit mode which looks terrible do they <laughs> no, it's all blocks I'm that'd, that'd be, be amazing Atari mode that'd be amazing it's like two blocks on the screen well once again thank you so much for listening we appreciate you guys being here whether you're watching on youtube or you know listening on your podcast app mm -hmm. um we just 
we're just having a lot of fun talking about Starfield. Yeah. And hit us up. Uh, if you want to leave a comment and maybe get a shout out on the next episode, um, let us know what your build is going to be. That's what's very exciting. Mm -hmm. All the different builds that you can do. I would love to know what you are going to do. So absolutely, let us know. Uh, go to our YouTube and leave a comment, and we will shout you out on the next episode. Otherwise, you know what we're going to be talking about next week? Actually playing Actually the game. Our first impressions. Playing. I'm excited yes. for that. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. So we will see you next time. See ya.